0: So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for joining us to another CamCast. This Mm -hmm. one is about the newest movie sensation, The Suicide Squad. Yes. It's written and directed by a gentleman by the name of James Gunn, who uh, at this point now is synonymous with bonkers, high concept, gory, fun movies that... uh, are a delight to see in the theater. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it stars, I don't know if you've heard of her, Margot Robbie, in her third outing as Harley Quinn. And in my opinion, probably the best version of Harley Quinn that I've seen so far.
1: Easily the best one.
0: um Even down to the visuals, I like how they got rid of a lot of the. Shitty tattoos that they had.
1: Yeah, that rotten. That was on her face. That's gone. I
0: yeah. mean,
1: he had. She had the the look. Like James Gunn said, he based the look of her at the beginning of the movie off of the Arkham games.
0: And that makes perfect sense because right. I, I was like, oh, uh, I actually kind of felt more like Injustice. Yeah, she looked great. Way, they, they kept the red and blue motif or red and black motif. They kept like the checkered pattern. It looked to me, and I said this in the theater, like they took the new 52 and that old like paul dini first version and just kind of yep. went like this yeah and that was it and uh there was next to no like blatant over the top sex appeal with harley quinn's character mm-hmm. which i like because i've never felt like harley quinn's been an overtly sexual character mm-hmm. up until new 52 where they tried to make her into deadpool yeah Yes, uh, she was a sexual character because uh, obviously her a Joker are getting it. it on. Yep. And and obviously there's uh, enough talk in the comic books that that her and uh, Poison Ivy definitely got it on. Mm-hmm. But again, it wasn't just like... She wasn't wearing like short shorts and low-cut tops and stuff like that. And you're just like, really? Now yeah. you're doing this? But anyway, we've got Idris Elba as Robert Dubois slash... Bloodsport, and I actually—this uh, is my note here—I liked his character more than I liked Deadshot, even though there was a lot of similarities between and him. They're almost exactly the same.
1: Almost the same. They both have daughters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the different. One of the differences is that, like, Bloodsport is almost always been white in the comic books. Yeah. Whereas they race swapped him, which was fine. I didn't care. I thought Will Smith did a really good job with the character. Plus, when he was in his full Deadshot suit, that looked fucking awesome. Yeah, it was disappointing we didn't get to see more of it, but it was awesome. So
2: awesome.
0: Bloodsport, however, Bloodsport, however, has always been uh, black or African American, whatever term you want to use, person of color. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to offend. I just don't know the terms to use. Uh, but his suit looked awesome, and he used that helmet a lot.
1: Like, that helmet was sick. Are like- you
0: kidding me? Like the friggin' and like, then
1: like the skull jaw, and then just so you know,
0: what was it? Uh, he reminded me of Judge Death.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: He yeah, had I was him. like
1: Judge God, Death.
0: It's so fucking cool, in his like yeah. infinite, almost infinite arsenal that looked amazing. His suit yeah. looked awesome. He was he was one of the standouts for me, which is weird to say because it's Idris Elba.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
0: he was awesome in uh, the Gunslinger. And that movie yeah. was not awesome. Yeah, he's awesome in everything. We've got uh, John Cena, who plays Christopher Smith, slash Peacemaker, another standout in this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I knew he was going to be a standout, because obviously they greenlit a TV show for him, okay? Yeah,
1: before the movie was even
0: in. Yeah, before that, so I knew he was going to be a standout. Yeah. but And it was funny, and I was saying this to Michelle, and I thought, like, because most of the movies that he's been in, he's really not playing anything too far from what you've seen John Cena do in in wrestling, right? He might just be like uh, more stern and more angrier, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. This one, when we get to the scene later on where he's trying to, uh, there's going to be fat spoilers, fat fucking spoilers, but I'm going to try to ease into them. Well, When he's trying to prevent the USB drive from getting out, and he's forced to do something. You know he doesn't want to do this. You know for a fact he doesn't want to do this. He does it because he has to because it's his mission because he will protect peace at all costs. Yeah. But it hurts him to do this. And I thought that was very impressive to see that and to see him be able to remote like that. Where he's basically like his face is like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. And he's saying like, Don't make me do this. Yeah. So that was huge. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, another standout. But then again. When wow. has he ever well, been I, bad?
1: I've never been a huge fan of Joel Kinnaman. Like I've always said he's a good actor, but not not to the point where I'm a fan or anything. He blew me away oh, in that. Oh,
0: I'm scene. a fan. Blew, I'm
1: a huge well, yeah, fan of Joel. You, you watched his uh, what was the TV show that The Killing? Is that what it was? The Killing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The only reason why I didn't get through uh, Altered Carbon was because it's not that good, it's and I wanted great. to like it.
1: I really wanted to like that.
0: It's, it's so it was so not good for me that I haven't even checked out season two with Anthony Mackie, who I yeah. also love, and I'm just like ah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I can.
1: Yeah, no.
0: Um, then we've got this one here. I don't know. You might have heard of this guy, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <clears throat> Playing uh, Nanau Nanui. Na- Nanui? King Shark, who was awesome. Like. <laughs> This was so awesome. I mean, even if he just did regular Sylvester Stallone and had like full dialogue, I still would have loved King Shark. But the fact that he was like, "Mm, hmm, num-nums,
2: friends,
0: (laughs) I was like, this is too good. Like, it was like Groot, but more so than Groot. So it was in the same vein. Yeah. But I also like that they changed the design of King Shark from a hammerhead to a great white, simply because logistically your eyes are out this way. So he's like, it just didn't make any sense for me to do that. Yeah. We've got uh, Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller. And she's one of those ones that like, i it's hard for me to picture anyone else being Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Up until I watched Loki and I think that, uh, oh, what was it? Agent 35 or whatever it oh, name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would be perfect at Amanda Waller because Amanda Waller in the comic books has always been Big, like a big girl, like Kingpin. If it was blackface and a wig, <laughs> <laughs> which is a horrible description, but that's really what you want.
1: Michael Clark Duncan in a wig.
0: I could have, I could have said that. I could have said that because that is blackface Kingpin. That is my anyway. Yeah, we're getting shut down. <laughs> then we've got Jai Courtney. Mm -hmm. as George Digger Harkness as Captain Boomerang, the second or third person, fourth person now actually, to return from the much maligned Suicide Squad, and rightfully so maligned. Rightfully so. Peter Capaldi as Gaius Greaves, the thinker. Mm -hmm. David Das Malkin, Abner Krill, the polka dot man. Um, So I got to tell you, polka dot man is on my list of dislikes interesting and so is so is randall flag or not randall flag so is rick flag those two right now are on my list of dislikes very interesting very yes even though even though i'm a huge fan of the Das milk and when i've seen him ever since the dark night i'm like ah, yes yeah anyway so those are two of the dislikes okay okay We've got uh, Daniela Melchior as Cleo Cazzo, Rat Catcher 2. They oh. should have just called her Rat Catcher. But she was one of my favorite characters too because she, she was so definitely good. you know what I liked is they did that spin on the father issues where she yeah. loved her father yeah. so much and her father was such a good person to her that even though she was a villain, she's still a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like, that's refreshing to see that. She isn't just this bad piece of shit yeah then this is where it gets a little dicey here this is a long cast list this is a huge actually there was a couple of people i cut just because but i got most of them so we've got michael rooker as uh doesn't matter who he is he's in a james gunn movie that's it Ah. (laughs) but all jokes aside it's brian Duran durlin as a savant we got uh Pete Davidson as Dick Hertz, Blackguard. Yep. Nathan Fillion as uh, Corey Pitzner, the detachable kid.
2: <laughs> TDK.
0: But I do like the build-up to that was TDK. And he's just like, yes, oh, it's, it's just TDK. That's my name, TDK. <laughs> your,
1: just, uh, your name is just letters? <laughs> well, all names are letters.
0: <laughs> all <laughs> names are letters. It's like, yeah, well, fuck, you got me. The whole banter and,
1: getting flight part was so funny? Like, weasel? What is this
0: thing? <laughs> is this a dog? Is that a werewolf? You put me beside a werewolf? You put beside a fucking werewolf? Get me away from this fucking thing. I don't want to get eaten by a fucking werewolf. Um, So, oh,
2: it's good.
0: speaking of uh, of ca- uh, <laughs> weasel, Sean Gunn plays yeah. weasel, but he also plays Calendar Man. We've mm-hmm. got Flula Borg is Gunter Braun, Javelin, Mailing Ning as Mongal, which surprises the hell out of me that they pulled out uh, a Mongol reference. Mm-hmm. Steve Agee as John Economos, the warden of Rev, as well as the motion capture for King Shark. Okay. Jennifer Holland is Amelia Harcourt. The rest of these people are. The next two are just the other people in the, uh, the office with Amanda Waller. And then Tanash Kajesi, I apologize for the mispronunciation of your name because I know I butchered it. Flo Crawley. Alice uh, or Alice Braga is Saul Soraya, the revolution leader. Oh. Taiki Watiti is uh, Ratcatcher One. Juan Diego Bato is Sylvia Luna. He's the first dictator. That's a bit of a spoiler. Then we've got Joaquin Cozio, the second dictator. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, because he looks like he's a dictator. He's done so much. Like, he's done so much in Mexican cinema, it's crazy. I yeah. went to his Wikipedia page, and it's just Then it's like, all the way down, Quantum Solus. <laughs> suicide squad i was like i can't like he just he just acts okay all right we're rounding it out know, we've got storm reed which is an awesome name to have as yep. taya blood sports daughter we even have an appearance of john ostrander who created the suicide squad he mm-hmm. played dr fitzgibbon and finally we've got uh another actress who has a cameo role and i knew it i saw her in the nightclub and i almost said it out loud i was like oh that's mantis but i was like no nah, mantis wouldn't be in the fucking movie well Han clementief is in fact in the movie yes yeah. a nightclub dancer and if i would have said that out loud that night we would have been like oh you're right <laughs> and it made me mad because he uh actually uh james gunn outed it he's like that is in fact her yeah. no one got it and no, no one guessed it. About it. No one talked about it, but it wasn't factored. I was so mad because I could have said it and you would have been like, well, Chris was talking about it. Yeah. You could have rung up your buddy James Gunn and said, hey, my, my buddy here. No, he he said it. But then again, I was the same guy that saw Mysterio the first time around when it's just that capture. Because yeah. I said that to Michelle. I was like, oh, that's him. And she's like, well, I missed it. I'm like, yeah, you did. And I loved that. I loved that. <laughs> um, Oh, yes, and Captain Boomerang is my third dislike. Mm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So here here it is. Here's my dislikes. In order. The death of Captain Boomerang. I never thought that I would say that I would hate the fact that Jack Courtney was killed off in a movie. Yeah! Never mind in the first oh, five yeah. minutes of the fucking movie. He was yeah. killed off immediately. Along with horribly.
1: 50% of the cast.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So that blew me away, especially because like Captain Boomerang in uh, Suicide Squad, the first one, was one of the reasons why I liked the movie.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was floored. I was floored because I was like, "This Jai Courtney can't fucking act at all. He's garbage." And it turns out he's actually just been in garbage, sh- shitty roles.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Aside from like
0: Vikings or Suicide Squad, he's yeah. just been like in Henchman roles uh, or you know, shitty reboot movies where you're like you're not john connor you know <laughs> you're not john McClane jr like don't try yep. and tell me this shit you were good right. in reacher but you played a bad guy so mm-hmm. whatever so then i see him in in suicide squad and i went oh my god i like this i like this version of jack courtney let's see more of this i kill him off fuck this shit that's a minus in my column yeah what about you what's your dislike do they you have any kill, they kill him brutally they killed him brutally Ooh, dislikes? Oh um... hold on. For the record, everyone that died in the opening of that movie all died horribly. Oh yeah. The worst one was Mongal. Hers was horrible. They horrible. burned her alive. Horrible. And they showed it too. Oh. Uh Pete Gunn's death was pretty rough too. Yeah, it was in front of his I face. Saw
1: right away. I saw it right right away. Like it was either oh, yeah. them or, or the bad guys killing him. Like one of the two.
0: Yeah, there was yeah. no way he was living. So
1: Savant's, but anyway. Savant's kind of bugged me a little bit. How he just turned around and swam and then got blown up. Like I, I, I wanted to see more from Savant.
0: I did I was okay with it. But okay, that's fine. That's your that's your dislike. Here's my second dislike. Flag's death. They fucking killed Flag. God damn it. And I referenced it earlier because, like, we have Peacemaker. He's gonna kill Flag to make sure that Flag doesn't take the USB drive that shows the United States government was behind Starro. Yes, Starro the Conqueror was in this movie. If you haven't seen a full-on trailer by now, yeah. <clears throat> but they were behind it, they were behind the weaponization of it, and they trying to make it so that they could use him to have an army of slaves peacemaker couldn't let that out because waller was like you can't let that come out and that was the whole purpose of the the mission too was to destroy that yeah that was it after that she didn't give a fuck they said the united states government didn't give a fuck they can burn in hell for all they care we don't care let's get out so you got flag dying and and this is the part that got me, and this is what made me think. Okay, John Cena can act. He's definitely been working on it because I felt bad for him because he's killing somebody he looked up to. He didn't want to kill him. You know he didn't want to kill him. He said it. He said I have to do this. Yeah. But he told you at the beginning of the movie. I don't care who I have to kill, man, woman, child. I'll do whatever I can to make uh, to keep peace, or something along those lines. And right away he tells you, I'm gonna fuck shit up if I have to. And he does, and it's heartbreaking because you really did not want to. I did not want to dislike Peacemaker.
1: No, me neither. Me neither. And I was all like, ah, oh, oh. Now I got that whole Abby thing. You know how Abby and Last of Us killed Joel. Now I got that thing where like I'm going to watch the Peacemaker series. And like you killed Rick.
0: <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. But I have a feeling I'm ultimately going to like the series because I think. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's going to be great. But
0: I mean, that- Gunn wrote it and directed uh, most of the episodes.
1: Yeah. That, that fight was fucking epic though. The two of them. It was
0: so good. It was so good.
1: I read a, I read an interview with Joel Kinnaman and he said, they choreographed that and and John Cena taught him everything. They choreographed that for two weeks. Yeah.
0: Oh, it was so good.
1: And that shot, that shot in the helmet. Oh, oh man. Like that, that was a beautiful fight. So when, when Rick died, I was pretty bummed about it. But I mean, like, yeah. shit, to get to that point, it was oh. And I
0: then, yeah, exactly.
1: get Great, get that great line, Peacemaker. What a joke! <laughs>
0: like, I know. But, like,
1: and that oh. hit, and that hit, Peacemaker. You could really see it on his face. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Those words,
1: so those words.
0: So that one. Uh, that one was tough. Yeah. The worst one of all for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh wait, hold on. Do you have anything else?
1: Well, just to, just to touch on that um I dislike for me is that Rick ultimately died for nothing because they use his death later on to just get away from Waller instead yeah
0: it's not that it it wasn't for nothing but it wasn't for what it should have been
1: no and I really yeah yeah you know what it really
0: fucking hurt when Harley when Harley's like are you kidding
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and he's like i know i know but i mean we're free now so
1: yeah yeah because yeah, it, it was really cute the relationship between rick and arlie in this like when they're walking towards starro like where Star-O yeah. is, and they look at each other in the rain and they smile at each other and everything i was like i really love this really well, and i liked
0: it too because uh it and i read somewhere that uh kinnaman looked at this movie as a blank slate for flag so yeah. he could be a little bit more goofy. He could be a little bit more different, you know. Yeah. In hell, he could have a little bit more of a kinship with uh, Harley Quinn, which makes yeah. sense because they would have gone on several missions together. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> um, okay. So here's here's the last one. All right. And I am floored by this, and I'm sure you will be too, but I gave it away at the beginning. It's Pokemon, Polka Dot Man's death.
1: Oh, yeah. Because. That one one hurt.
0: James Gunn took one of the lamest characters in comic book histories. And he has stated he specifically picked one of the lamest characters. Okay? Because he wanted to make you like him. He wanted to make you care about him Mm -hmm. so that he could kill him and it would gut you. Well, kudos, James Gunn, because, yes, it gutted me. <laughs> I was not seeing that happen. I was so pumped when we got to see him go from like weirdo introvert with disgustingly weird powers, yeah, to being oh,
2: oh, yeah. a little bit
0: more confident, a little bit more, you know, part of the group with still weirdly gross powers, mm-hmm. and then ultimately being like, "I'm a superhero," you know, and then having that conversation with uh, was it Ted where they're like, like who's Ted? He's like, Ted, he was my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, what was that guy's day? Was it, No, I think it was- a No, it was Milton, it was Milton. Milton. Yeah, it was Milton, like, that's right. What? Milton was with us the whole time? Th- Milton's been with us the whole time. Th-
0: <laughs> <laughs> but even later when he's just like, well, Milton was my friend. Like, what do you mean he was your friend? Like, we just barely got to, well, I mean, I talked to him and he was my friend. And I was like, man, like all these little things that they did with him that built him up, built him up. And I thought, oh man, like we could see more of this. And then Starro steps on him. And you know you're not coming back from that. No. Apparently,
1: the original script, it was Ratcatcher 2 that got squashed.
0: I'm glad that they killed Polka Dot, man.
1: And and James said, (laughs) you know what? She's just, she's too sweet. She's the heart of the movie. I can't, I can't do that.
0: I would have absolutely, I actually probably would have taken a full star away from the movie just for her death.
1: I would have been legit mad if she died, especially in that fashion. Because now all I want, all I want after this, is either an HBO series or a, or a movie. I just want King Shark and Ratcatcher two to have their own movie together, or I,
0: You know what? I want to two see two of them. I, just the two of them. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh So other than that, that's it. That's all I have for not liking this movie. Like, and I mean these are these are dislikes. I would say all told, their deaths together. They're making it a 4.5 out of 5 for me. Mm-hmm. Almost almost a 4 out of 5, but the movie overall is just so good. It's so good that it takes like a literally simple, no-frills plot. There's no – you don't have to think about the plot so much so that you almost forget the plot is even happening because yeah. all this stuff is going on. The character work, the camaraderie. The gonzo special effects, like the set pieces and everything largely distract you from what is a basic go here, get this, get out. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's like John Wick where it's like, it's a standard revenge story, but they do it in such a way that by the end of the movie, you're like, it's fucking awesome. And if anyone told you it's a shitty story, you'd be like, no, it's not. It's fucking great, and if they actually broke it down and said, "Yeah, but the plot is literally just this," you'd go, "Yeah, yeah, it is." But uh, you know, I don't want to talk to you anymore because this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> I want to talk to someone else that looks this movie. Someone and then I'll call you move. up. I'll call you up and I'll go, "Hey, man, you want to talk about John Wick again?" <laughs> that movie's awesome. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, same no, it's one hundred
1: percent true. One hundred percent true. You could be like, "Hey, here's fifty movies with the same plot."
0: <laughs> right, and like, then. But by the end of that conversation, they're going to go, and this is the order from best to worst. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's even like a, a, uh, the born Identity. The born Identity's plot is essentially every spy thriller ever. You've mm-hmm. got your spy. All of a sudden, the spy organization wants to kill him. The only flip side is he's got the um, amnesia. That's the yeah. only flip side. So you start to find out stuff about him as he finds it out. That's it. Other than that, it's like everything else. Erased was uh, with Aaron, uh, Aaron Eckhart. That's a Jason Bourne ripoff. Uh, traitor. Jason Bourne ripoff. Like, constant ripoffs. But, you know, yeah. like.
1: But that's just a formula.
0: That's Yeah, exactly. It's a formula. Yeah. And the best movies are the ones that take that formula and go, okay forget about it because this is the movie and then you go oh this is awesome yeah
2: exactly the
0: first taken versus every other what's it uh jerry Jerry action film that's what it was jerry action film
2: did you
0: watch the gunman i didn't but i can tell you i know the plot yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway so that's one of the best things about this movie is that The plot is so generic, but you don't even think about it. Whereas in Suicide Squad, the first one, it's the exact same plot. Yeah. And it gets shit on because the the exact method of getting from point A to point B is messier. It's not as good. I mean, I think the only movie that I really thoroughly enjoyed start to finish from David Ayer was uh, Fury. And I'm trying to think of anything else.
1: Fury was great. Um, no, he had one other one near the beginning. This is
0: by no means a knock on David Ayer. It really isn't, even though it sounds like it is. But uh,
1: David Ayer is a great filmmaker. He really is. It's just he also wrote the Suicide Squad, and I felt like James Gunn had a better idea of who the characters are,
0: and also what he wanted from the movie.
1: Yeah. And I think I mean like totally too like James or David Ayer was a guy that was hired, wrote a movie, directed a movie, and it's a good movie, it's just not great. James exactly Gun, James Gunn's a guy that grew up on Suicide Squad. He loves the Suicide Squad. Well, that's
0: and that's the other thing too. Like you so you can tell the it. difference between
1: like you could tell the passion in this when he when he made it. Like,
0: yeah, you could tell was, the difference between somebody who read a couple of books, yeah, whereas a guy that grew up reading books to a degree. Like uh, I will give a pass to like Christopher Nolan, for instance, wasn't a huge Batman fan. Mm-hmm. He was familiar with the character. Like everybody was, I think he said he watched uh, the movies or whatever. He was familiar enough, but he read enough of the books to be able to, to distill a phenomenal Batman throughout three movies. <clears throat> So, it's not necessarily like you need to be a comic book fan, but it certainly helps. And in a movie like this,
1: a movie like this is, <laughs> yeah, it's a little different than Batman, though, right? I mean, like, who the fuck knows what Pokemon dot, or Polka Dot Man's all about? And Ratcatch- I'll tell you right now,
0: Ratcatch- I knew exactly who he was. You would. I knew. I knew who he was just yeah. because of his name and his appearance, but I didn't know anything about his character, okay? Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I even was aware that there was a rat catcher too. Mm -hmm. Okay, but everyone else, uh, javelin, javelin was one that I wasn't aware of. Weasel was created for this movie. Um, some of these like bloodsport, I wasn't familiar with. A lot of the deep cut DC characters, which is ninety percent of this movie, wasn't really aware. But thinker, starro, king shark, yeah, 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 all the way through. Savant, I was familiar with but I, wasn't, I was familiar I with the exactly because I read running.
1: that birds of prey run. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's how I was familiar with them too. Yeah. But yeah. So overall though, it's just, uh, it helps. It helps when you at least are familiar enough with the characters, Absolutely. but you know, he had a clear cut vision. Yep. And like we said, uh, you know, in my, uh, Tim Drake episode, which is totally separate from today. Um, I had said that like, uh, <clears throat> they also, Warner Brothers gave him money and carte blanche. Yeah. David Ayer got money, but he didn't get carte blanche. Now, I don't necessarily think the budget for uh, The Suicide Squad should have been as high as it was. But, I mean, again, it's it's hard to argue with the results because that's money well spent. Oh, I mean. That movie looked incredible. Starro, Starro looked incredible. Incredible.
1: I spent every time King Shark was on the screen, I was blown away by the detail on him. Like you could see every little scale on his face.
0: It uh, King Shark visually was incredible. Yeah, um, I like, and I also la- I read that he was intentionally given a dad bod to sort of hammer home the whole shark like aspect. Mm-hmm. And I was I loved it. I loved that he wasn't like this ginormous steroid Just freak rip. with a shark head.
1: Yeah, I love the way he looked—the the chubby belly
0: oh, I mean, it was great. Yeah, it was absolutely great. It was awesome.
1: Obviously, this movie's Groot. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's totally, he's, Groot. he's totally, yeah.
0: You know, but, but he I was awesome. He, he was so good. This yeah. uh, now the question is like, what movie's better? Is it the Suicide Squad or is it Guardians of the Galaxy? Ah. Uh... It's hard I, to compare. You actually I mean, can't really compare.
1: That's really hard, too, right? Because, like, Guardians, he had to connect it to the rest of the MCU, right? So, like, the thing. Okay, then, well, and-
0: how about just uh, both sequels? So, The Suicide Squad, which is technically a sequel, mm-hmm. more of a reboot than anything, mm-hmm. but technically a sequel, and Guardians, too.
1: I gotta say, I gotta give it, as a James Gunn fan, I'm giving it to The Suicide Squad, because that that's James Gunn. He got to make a trauma movie with 185 million dollars.
0: <laughs> and remember how I uh, we were talking about how, like in the credits, there was a uh, the Toxic Crusader.
1: Yes. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Uh, part of the reason for that was uh, the trauma head trauma guy who trained James Gunn yep. had a cameo in the movie.
1: Oh, did he? So it wasn't yep. a Toxic Avenger appeared somewhere.
0: Oh, Not that I've seen all, it, but I did read that it was his his mentor was had yeah, a role. Uh, movie. Lloyd
1: Kaufman, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I think Lloyd Kaufman has had a part in most of his movies.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they're still really good friends, and I mean, like, he I, owes he, his career and to Lloyd. Kaufman. He's fucking proud of James too. I mean, he, you could tell, like, when he was fired from Disney, like right away, Lo- Lloyd Kaufman was on social media. <laughs> Like, right away.
0: <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Like, it is hard to compare. I, I, you know, I'm being a bit of a, a facetious, because really, you can't compare the two. You can compare elements, yeah, but you can't compare the two because this is a James Gunn movie. Like, yeah. I watched this, and I'm not a huge James Gunn fan like you, but I'm familiar enough with his work that I'm like, oh yeah. Like, the second that you saw fucking Pete Davidson's face get caved in, and you have seen it, I was like, Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a James Gunn movie. Yeah. You know, it's not just rated yeah. R. It's not yeah. just rated R. No, no, no. It's a James Gunn movie. That's the totally funny thing different. Is,
1: the funny thing is people are watching this going, oh, it's the guy that made the Guardians movies. They don't know that Slither and Super and fucking Dawn of the Dead and Tromeo and Juliet and all that came beforehand. <clears throat> oh, it's the Guardians guy. No, no. Guardians yeah. was James Gunn doing his quirky thing on Marvel's leash on the Disney. Yeah, if you if you want to be a douche about it,
0: you could say yeah. Guardians is James Gunn selling out.
1: Yeah. This is him just going, like this is James Gunn, like gore to galore. Be fair,
0: <laughs> if, let's say, you know what, if you want to be a dick about it. Yeah, he did. He sold out. But look what he got to make. So, so maybe, yeah, he sold out for Guardians. And then Guardians 2 brought him up here. But those two movies brought him to the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and it's awesome. Like it is just awesome. Oh like, yeah, it's it's so like great. it's even hard to really pinpoint things separately because, like, like you talk about the fight sequence with the Peacemaker and Flag, and it's incredible, not just because of the the cinematography of the fight. Or the fight choreography, but the cinematography around the fight choreography. Mm-hmm. So like you said, the shot in the helmet, you're like, what the fuck? I know. Like this is visionary work where you're Mind thinking because like I'm thinking, like, I could I could direct and I could do, but then I see shots like that and I'm like, no, no, like I could, I could direct, I could direct the traitor or yep. you know, the gunman to you know other people's taken. Uh, yeah. Like Luc Besson's the professional. Yeah. You know, like where I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah. scraping the barrel while you guys are fucking creating the barrel.
1: Fuck, like Kinneman said, they had that whole thing like planned out, that whole fight, but there was markers on the floor and they had to count in their head when to go to that part in order to capture the whole thing in the helmet in one shot. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like just, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, well, yeah, like I did like how, even though we, we killed off like 90% of the cast in the first 10 minutes of the movie, yeah. that was a great way to acknowledge that this is still within the DCEU, mm-hmm. but we're going in a completely separate direction. Yeah. You know, like even the introduction for Bloodsport is very similar to the introduction of Dead Shots. Like yeah very close but i and you know what like a lot of superman fans are just like oh he shot him with a kryptonite bullet and put him in a hospital like fuck that shit and i'm like no that makes perfect sense Uh, (laughs) a kryptonite bullet is gonna put superman in the hospital
2: yeah
0: (laughs) you know nobody shits bricks when he's like when Deadshot's going toe-to-toe with batman yeah nobody says anything because those two are largely linked right But also Batman almost always beats him. That's the thing. I'm like, yeah, he put him in the hospital. He didn't kill Superman. He didn't beat Superman. He took him out for a bit. He doesn't have a kryptonite bullet. He's not doing very well against Superman. So shut the fuck up. Stop complaining. But even still, even having almost exactly identical (laughs) visuals to Deadshot, Bloodsport was amazing. He was so good.
1: This was a really, uh, originally written for Will Smith, the return. It, and then It had it, to have it been. There's it no way it, was it wasn't. So, I mean, how perfect is it to go, okay, well, let's make a blood sport because it pretty much all clicks still.
0: <laughs> it, and it does. And I actually almost think it, it works better.
1: Yeah, I do too. I thought you know? it was great. In fact, <laughs> not once, and I, I love Will Smith and I, I thought he did a great job as Deadshot. But not yep, once in the movie did I go, I wish Will Smith was in this.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Whereas I did that in Independence Day too. <laughs> right. I, I wish Will Smith was in this.
0: Yeah, like, oh, you know, it's, it's great to meet his son and all and yeah. show a picture of him. Yeah. But I mean, like, like you couldn't get Will Smith to just show up in the first scene of the movie and then die. Yeah. And then have okay. that be the impetus as to why his uh, son wants to kill the aliens
1: you guys waited 20 years to shoot this movie you can't push another four months to get
0: him in <laughs> and it's and it's will fucking smith it's will smith and you know it's funny like years ago when we talked about resurgence and i was like well you know like whatever he didn't want to do this that and the other thing now i'm like you should have just waited you would have yep. made more money by having will smith in the movie yeah so yeah okay maybe you might have hurt your bottom dollar by waiting four months but first of all, it was dumb that you guys thought this was going to be a billion-dollar franchise starter. That was stupid. <clears throat>
2: yeah. And
0: so second of all, they, you know, they, they didn't cast Will Smith. They didn't do whatever they could to get him. Yeah. And they could have said, "Look, we understand have shooting commitments. We just need you to come in, and we'll kill you off. You'll get a hero's death. Your son will take up the mantle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And there you go. There you go. I'm." pretty sure he would have said yes
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: but anyway so getting back to this we've got excellent cinematography you've got excellent fight choreography there's not one bad fight in this movie no not one bad fight in this movie here's another thing that movie's so cool about um they actually make you not hate rats as much as you should the scene where they were all over the place was still disgusting. It gave me the creeps.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But Sebastian, I want, I want Sebastian. I want Sebastian, to have Sebastian, Sebastian hang Sebastian out. Sebastian
1: was me. a real mouse, or a real rat. <laughs> I know. I, I thought that was so awesome. I, yeah, no, like I love how every character in this movie connected on different levels. Like the father daughter relationship between Bloodsport and Ratcatcher two,
0: which is ironic considering yeah. he was telling his real daughter, yeah, fuck off. Leave the took, fuck alone.
1: He took her right under his wing, you know, and like he trusted her at the end with all his rats, even though he was scared shitless of but them. she
0: also took him under her wing. Absolutely. You know, because she didn't have that literally she held back. on to him all while, while bringing it. That him. was awesome too. Like when yeah. when he's finally like letting him crawl all over them, and yeah. it was just sheer trust. I was like, <laughs> how wicked was that? How awesome
1: was it that I mean, yeah, Harley kind of helped, but it was ratcatcher too that really took out Starro. It was crazy, like that. That's that was epic. Like when it's going all over Starro, I was just like, This is it so was good.
0: awesome. It but this I like so how good. it led to the called it yeah. spear into the fucking eye by Harlequin. Yeah, oh,
1: I, I called that I there when she was in the eye at a moment where I was like, Are they actually gonna kill Harley?
0: I thought they might, and then I was like, no, nah, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way they're gonna do I was it. Like, <clears throat> Although shit. there's a good chance that this will be her last outing as Harlequin based on the box office, the unfortunate box office of this movie. Yeah. Um soundtrack, incredible. Oh man. this was a better soundtrack than any of the Guardians movies, and I loved both the soundtracks of the Guardians movies. Well, Guardians
1: movies were kind of pigeonholed in the decade, right? That that he had the mixtapes from. Whereas this. still. Guy- pick music from anywhere
0: yeah but still like this was just oh just leaps and bounds better
1: yeah and the but score was incredible own
0: too. theme song was yeah.
1: awesome every all the characters had themes like everything was so good about the music in this but i was i was amazed like right away i, I went home and i downloaded some of the score on, on spotify right like i was like of course, why wouldn't you it's amazing it was so good i i was i was shocked though that john murphy did the score for this um And he's he's amazing, right? He did the com- 28 days later, sunshine, all that shit. Oh, okay,
0: okay, all awesome right.
1: Composer, but, but he was, loves
0: Danny Boyle work.
1: Yeah, it was strange that um Tyler Bates didn't do it because he he does all of James' movies. So I thought that was kind of strange.
0: Well, I, I would like
1: to. I would like to know why.
0: Yeah, maybe it's because uh, Tyler Bates is under contract with Marvel.
1: Hmm. Is that a thing, though? I don't know. I, I don't,
0: know. I, I don't
1: maybe, know, Maybe. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Or, or maybe it was just Fresh Slate. We got DC. We got a rated R movie. Truckload of money.
1: Could have been. Could have been.
0: Suicide Squad. Like. Yeah.
1: You know? I, I was actually questioning a little bit in this movie, too. Like, does James Gunn have a fetish with killing birds?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, he made it's a point straight, of like, doing like it. Like, Savant straight, of straight
1: of up days. squashes a little birdie.
0: But see, what I like, though, is that later when savant gets killed yeah the same style bird is eating him yeah i thought that was that was cool that was, was a nice cool. little in yeah. your face fucker
1: yeah and then yeah and then he burnt that whole cage of birds
0: the, well he didn't show that but still it was just you like, hear them god, screaming. Damn god damn it man why would you do that
1: but um something clicked in my mind uh when you mentioned savant after he died the way they did the uh the titles like the chapter titles yes that was cool that, that was, was so cool, cool. like like the, the
0: one shot where it was like the roof and it was just angled in such a it, way
1: jo- jovaheim or something well uh, what, what was Jotunheim. It? Jotunheim. and then like it just and then the camera goes like this and you're like oh my god it's all different parts of the roof
0: exactly it reminded like, me of like lining up that riddler fucking thing on the side of a building
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. So that
0: you could scan Annoying it. Annoying as
1: fuck, with their challenge.
0: Nigga can be like, "Oh, you happen to see that one?" And you're like, "Yeah, fuck you, Nigma." Yeah,
1: I did that. Oh.
0: Oh yeah. And you have to like crouch and then yeah. tilt, twist the camera. Oh man. But like even the stuff like they were, they would do it with like bits of sand, blood splatters, like it was yeah. all just. And the fact that he constantly had chapters, I was like, "This is crazy cool."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just one more thing that really added to the experience.
0: Yeah, exactly, and this was very much an experience. This is, uh, like, I'm super pumped that I got to see this in a theater. Granted, (laughs) would have been nice to see, like, fucking King Kong versus Godzilla in the theater.
1: It it fucking infuriates me that I couldn't see that on a big screen. Oh,
0: my God. Like, And that's uh, what I was going to say, like, in terms of box office, Godzilla lucked out. Like, King Kong versus Godzilla was in that nice little pocket where they were able to have people in the theaters... Yeah. As well as HBO Max, yeah. for the most part, we couldn't because you know, whatever. And yeah, we're down. probably, you know, what at this point, probably never seen other movie in the theaters again. The way this Delta variant is working and the new yeah. Tetra Hydra variant, and
1: whatever yeah. other, whatever fucking Greek
0: word we can come up with the Omega one. Don't want to say Omega because
1: that's the last one. Uh, Harley, this is my favorite version of Harley of the three movies 100%. 100%. a much stronger character she is a stronger woman the fact that she took her property of joker tattoo and scratched out joker and wrote no one like the tattoo now says no one
0: i thought that was a lovely touch i was like yeah that's she, so good
1: she kills the main bad guy of the movie like shoots him in the face you, you're like oh my gosh, she's hooking up with him and then are you gonna kill children boom
2: yeah
1: <laughs> I promised myself that if my boyfriend ever shows red flags again, I'd just do myself a favor and kill her. I said.
0: was like, man, this is so great. Like, yeah. um what I like about this though is that you if you've watched all of her movies, there is a progression to her character. Yeah. So in Suicide Squad, she's still very much like Harlequin, Quinn, Mr. J, you know, and even though visually it's one of the worst representations of both characters mm-hmm. character wise for the most part not bad actually pretty close yep. but then you see uh, Birds of Prey oh that's right it was Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of a one Harley Quinn yep. um, which again she was like the best thing in the movie but it's easy <laughs> to
1: be yeah that movie was disappointing i was so psyched to see the birds oh. of Bray. they had such a great cast of women for birds of prey
0: such a great cast it's just like fucking hardly anything you know like <laughs> and they uh, there was a lot of weird design choices in that movie too but anyway, regardless but yeah. now you've got Harley like fresh out of this horrible abusive toxic relationship so yeah. she's starting to find her way so it actually feels fitting like even though she's trying to stay on the straight and narrow, her story to get back in the Suicide Squad was easy. It was just like, yeah, you know, this shit happens. And you're like, okay, all right. I don't need any any more story. This is good enough. And then even by the end of the movie, and I don't really feel like there's a lot of character progression for her throughout the movie. But by the end of it, I'm like, like you said, like I'm I'm with you. Where right? this is the best version of her. I would like to get. I think at this point. I would like to get a solo Harley movie.
1: Yeah, an actual solo Harley movie.
0: An actual solo Harley movie with Poison Ivy. Okay, Um, and even just don't even do like their first meetup or anything. Just have them established as just hanging out and doing whatever they want, just like they did in the animated cartoon where they first started hinting that they were together. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Then I would like sort of revamp the Gotham City Sirens idea that they were going to do before Birds of Prey. Which I
1: thought sounded so much better than the Birds of Prey idea.
0: It made more sense that, we talked about this in Birds of Prey, it made yeah, more sense to have it really in
2: sense.
0: Gotham City Sirens than it did in Birds of Prey. Yeah. But anyway, not to talk about uh, that other shitty DC movie. Yeah. So yes, I agree. This is the perfect version of Harley. And if we can get one more movie, even if it's in The Suicide Squad 2, I'll take it. OK, because I, I and even though the box office is what it is, I see no reason why this movie doesn't get a sequel.
1: You know what? Like it, there's a lot of rumors going around that right now that Warner and D.C. want James Gunn to do another movie. And he has said over and over and over again that his favorite part of this movie was working with Margot Robbie and that he wants nothing more than to do more Harley Quinn with her. Get him to write and direct the solo film.
0: If, and if that's the case, like if they're going to yeah. say. We can't do another Suicide Squad. Then yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Lock those two up in a room, and those two up. will come out with a great movie.
1: Yeah, give him access to to Poison Ivy, maybe some more of the Batman rogues gallery.
0: Give him access to everyone,
1: a- like everything,
0: anyone he wants. Everything. Just say hey, yeah. here you go. You know, maybe don't give him one hundred and seventy five million. Maybe no. don't do that. No. Maybe give him one hundred and twenty-five million. Maybe one fifty, depending if, on the story.
1: Deadpool could get made on seventy million. That Harley can get made on seven.
0: Yeah, but wasn't the sequel like one hundred and fifty?
1: Yeah, and then the first was better than the sequel. So, yeah, money's yeah. done to everything. Although
0: the sequel was still really good.
1: The sequel was good. It was just too. There's too much going on.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree.
1: It, it was too much. They were trying to set stuff up that won't happen now. That That's what
0: happened. That's the part. That's the yeah. worst part, where you're just yeah. like, why, why, why do this?
1: Yeah. So I, anyway. really hope, I really hope with Deadpool 3 that James Rowland returns and we can get some Thanos jokes in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. so good. Uh, what else? What else have we got? I've covered the score. I've covered cinematography. Yeah. I've covered the fights, choreography. Uh, uh,
1: I've covered I want, the story. I want to just one more thing about Harley. Yeah. That whole escape sequence, how it was shot with like the Disney birds and butterflies and yes. shit. Yes. Yes. Gorgeous. I was like, That was an this excellent is touch. Is amazing. This is so it was an excellent touch because it seems outside. like that's how she would see it. Yeah. She walks outside and you can still see that cartoon world in the doorway behind her and she shuts the door. It's just like, Oh.
0: But I also liked so it good. too because uh, the other part, and I'm glad you mentioned this because. That set up one of my favorite gags in the whole movie where they were all getting primed to save her.
2: <laughs>
0: and I knew it too. Like the second that they were going to do it, I was like, they're not going to need to, yeah. but they still did it anyway. Yeah. So her sequence looked incredible. It looked awesome. It reminded me of uh, her fight sequence in birds of prey in the police officers yeah. area, yeah. but infinitely better. Cause that was like really good fight choreography there. The only thing that made no sense was that there were cops, they didn't use guns, and they were like, no one came rushing at or stuff like that. But overall, good choreography. This was just better. (laughs) And then you meet up to that one, and it's just like, what you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're just here to rescue you. Then
1: Rick turns around. He's like, like,
0: ah. You want me to go back in there and you guys can do it?
1: (laughs) You want me to go back in there? (laughs) I, for a moment there I was like oh man go back in i'm gonna go that.
0: back in because it would have been great to see them do it and like just but of course there's no point like all, everyone's dead we right? have all
1: the guards waking up and she's tied up again <laughs> and be like what the?
0: well for the ones that weren't killed
1: so for the ones that were still yeah kicking which
0: are probably very few yeah yeah um but the other thing one of the things that I really liked was the increasing level of scale to this movie. You knew it was going to be big scale because they already showed you that, uh, Starro is big without actually showing you that he's big. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be that big, but it makes sense because of course, every time he's on somebody, he's draining from them. So he's eating. So he's getting bigger. So I was like, that's perfect. So when they go, they pull out the, it's a goddamn fucking kaiju. I was like, yes. <laughs> and I love that. That's becoming like regular vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's not like, oh, hey, it's Godzilla or King yeah. Kong. It's it's a fucking kaiju. And you're like, yes. That's so <laughs> great.
1: That was another great moment, too, where um, all of Waller's team turns on her and knocks her out so she won't kill the guys.
0: Well, and the thing is, too, is like, she's a fucking prick. Just oh, out right. and out prick. Okay. She was a prick in the first movie. She's a prick at every single one of the comic books yeah. so i'm glad that they made her even more of a prick you're not supposed to like her and i like that they made you hate her
2: yeah Yeah. because like you
0: think you think it's to get there to stop starro and then you find out no it has nothing to do with to do that. It's everything about this it's all about the evidence we need to get all the evidence of yeah. our shady dealings with this and then get the fuck out <clears throat> And yeah, and I mean, I love that they laid her out too. Fucking yeah. golf club to the head. That was great. And she can't even fucking fire them. <laughs> no, no, she did nothing. That's the, that's the best part. She can't even fucking fire them. She just has to sit there in the fucking office yeah. like this, like fucking bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I
1: um. Know. Oh, so good. So whole, good. The whole thing, and during that whole Starro scene too, Um. Outside of Rick and Peacemaker fighting, all of it was great. Like the King Shark finding friends in the aquarium, and oh, then fucking, that was
0: heartbreaking. yeah
1: attack him and stuff. And
0: they start trying to eat him.
1: Oh, I thought he was dead. I was so scared. I was like, I
0: thought he was dead too. I was like, oh my god, don't you
1: can't fucking. I was like, he's it. dead. I, I am mad. It. I am actually mad. At you.
0: And then, uh, but luckily when they showed the bullets bouncing off them, I was like, yep. okay, okay, we're good, we're good.
1: Making this thing uh, like Peace Walker? <laughs> or not Peace Walker, Peacemaker? <laughs>
0: Peacemaker, and I love that, he's just like, that's so stupid. And he's just like, that's actually really nice of you. <laughs> yeah, that's really sweet. <laughs> that's actually really sweet. It's fucking stupid, it's dumb fucking, I was like, oh yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> this is another reason why like this character peacemaker was so good and i gotta give props for john cena for doing interviews in the peacemaker suit
1: all of it all of it. talk shows morning shows, <laughs> and
0: matter. not 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 just the suit but yeah. the fucking helmet too like he didn't yeah. even take the helmet off <laughs> for these things and it's ask
1: James Gunner, like why is john cena doing everything as as peacemaker he's just like Oh, John insisted that he does all these interviews in the Peacemaker costume. <laughs> like, like he is so into the role. Like, he's diving in all the way. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Oh.
0: <laughs> and, you know, and the other thing I love about this movie is that not only did I call the javelin into the eye, taking out Starro, but I also called that Peacemaker didn't die and that he was the stinger. Yeah, I did for half a second. I mentioned that. I said, oh, I guess it's a prequel. But then I was like, I bet you Peacemaker lives. And I bet you that's a stinger. As soon as you said there was a stinger, that's when I was like, it's Peacemaker.
1: Yeah. And I, I thought that's probably it. Like, I didn't think they would do a prequel for the TV series. But that the first mini stinger thing there was Weasel coming back to life. I was like, well, are they really just going to show another guy coming back to life? And they did. But... Um, yeah
0: they did but i mean with weasel that was one where like i i did the same thing everyone else did where i spent the whole movie going i bet you he's still alive so as soon as i went to the beach i was like yep he's still alive although
1: funny. oh that was funny I part
0: of me oh it was it was funny he
1: falls in like hey, we'll check to hang on check see if weasel can swim he's drowned. <laughs> he hasn't even got to the beach yet <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's> so funny! <laughs> oh man, I can't remember who did the voice for that.
1: Oh frick!
0: One of the actors did the voice for him, but I can't remember who it was.
1: Was it Sean Gunn did it?
0: No, he just did the motion capture.
1: I wonder who did the voice. then James Gunn. I
0: I don't. I can't remember. I I meant to write it down,
1: and then I I'm gonna check right now.
0: Yeah, you might as well just get to that now. Um, but so, overall, like I said, like this is a four and a half Chris says out of five movie for me. This was so I, good. This was yeah. so enjoyable. I liked every aspect of this movie, and I mean, like, it's one of those where like I can acknowledge people have to die in a movie about Task Force X, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like like well like right i said immediately if it was the choice between polka dot man or rat catcher two, polka dot man i didn't even blink as soon as you said Ratcatcher Two, i was like Pokemon man, polka dot man's done fucking kill that guy he is dead
1: yeah, yeah. no i thought he had well i mean he, his story he told pretty much a full arc right
0: it was a full arc but i love how you got to see his mom and everything and then when his giant staro mom it's just so ridiculous, but it was so fucking funny. Polka dot man, so that's
1: your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, it, just a straight like I don't I don't know if it's a rip or a homage, but like a sport looks <laughs> looks over at uh King Shark and goes, King Shark, num 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 num, just like Cap with Hulk and Avengers. Right, Hulk smash. Well, even
0: just like Cap, uh you could argue that the same thing with Cap saying like that's your mom the same thing you'd say the same thing yeah. but yeah so like uh i would say more homage but the, the, the king shark nom nom is fucking priceless watching him like just mow down on starro and you're just like holy shit or the it's amount so of people wild. he ate like, like that was so great or when he was about to eat fucking rat catcher too
1: yeah oh my god and she
0: slept <laughs> through the whole thing <laughs> she's <laughs> like so, how, how did you like, Man, it's so awesome that. Or I love that really cool sequence when they're going through uh the jungle looking for flag and they take out the entire group of people. Yeah. And you've got like uh Peacemaker and Bloodsport one upping each other, <laughs> and then they get there and like flag is just hanging out, chuckling. He's like, Hey, what's going on, guys? And they're like, Well, we're here to rescue you. It's <laughs> like, so what happened to the men? Uh, we didn't see anybody.
1: Yeah, this post right here that Stallone put on his uh Instagram was great. Um, he gave a happy birthday to James Gunn. And then he said, because of this unique movie opening at number one, it's the sixth straight decade that I will be in a number one film. And it's all because of you, James. Like, I was like, holy That's
0: fuck. insane to think about. It. Six decades of
1: being a number one movie. In
0: every decade, he's been in a number one movie. Yeah. That's fucked.
1: I mean, it's true, right? I mean, Rocky was in the 70s. And then Rocky was in the
0: seventies. Was in the eighties. I thought Rambo was late seventies.
1: Was first blood late seventies or early eighties?
0: No, because uh, Rocky was late seventies.
1: Rocky was late seventies, so
0: wasn't Rocky like seventy-seven? So I think Rambo was eighty-one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Rambo, and then uh, what was in the nineties? Rambo, Rocky.
1: <laughs> hey, Rambo, Rocky. What else did you do in the 90s? I mean, Daylight, I think, opened pretty decent.
0: Uh, Daylight must have been a number one movie.
1: Demolition Man. Oh, Cliffhanger. No, Dem- oh, that's right.
0: Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, Demolition Man. That's right. Yeah. Cliffhanger was the one. Cliffhanger
1: was the one. In the 2000s. Judge Dredd?
0: Was Judge Dredd the one? It might be. No, it wasn't. Yeah.
1: I don't, I'm like 2000s, so I was thinking like, so, the 2010s, he, he had a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy part or volume two. So, I I think that wouldn't the 2000s probably...
0: be Expendables?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Expendables did open number one. Yeah, yeah, six second so, yeah. number one movies. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yep. Hmm. So, yeah, all in all, I uh, you know what, I, I a lot of people are saying it's like one of the best superhero movies out there. It's not a superhero movie. This is one of the best comic book movies out there. I'll give you that. Because yeah. these are all super villains. And I'm going to argue semantics. I don't give a shit. But yes, this is one of the best comic book movies I've seen in a really long time.
1: This is, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a good year for DC though, man. Zack Snyder's Justice League and now this and all the TV shows. And, I mean, 1984 was disappointing, but it was a success. So, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. It was disappointing, uh, but it was a success. And and good for them, too. And I'm hoping, what I'm hoping for for Wonder Woman 3 is more of Wonder Woman and less of Wonder Woman 84. Yes, absolutely. Put it in normal, today's time periods, No backdoor time periods or anything like that just establish it yeah. 2020 whatever and then go on
1: don't play with the different decades i mean like it made sense to have her in world war one when nothing was really going on and everything but in the 80s made no fucking sense like everyone in the fucking world especially when you're involving the president in the white house like i it did it just it didn't make sense to me at all no.
0: It didn't, and you know what I and I I think I said this on on our camcast for it was if when you got rid of the the powers yeah if everything went back like before yeah then I would have said okay you know what <clears throat> because she put it back in the bottle and everything went back to normal like before anything happened mm-hmm. you know yeah but they didn't everyone knew what they had done everyone knew what had happened. Everyone knew that the entire world was saved by Wonder Woman. So you're like, ah, fuck. Like with Cheetah, with Cheetah, you could have said, okay, everything went back to normal, but she was too far gone. Or she didn't refuse to go back to normal. She didn't want to go back to normal. So she didn't go back to normal, Right. right? Or she did go back to normal, but for whatever reason, she remembered, right? Like there's ways to write some of these characters in and out but if they would have said, no, 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 everything goes back the way it was, then I would have had all my major complaints would have largely been gone.
1: Largely would have been gone. Yeah. But since that yeah. never happened.
0: Yeah. Because years now years, you watch no Batman Superman. It is. <laughs> You watch, hell, you watch Man of Steel and you go. Yeah. No one's made a reference to Wonder Woman. This Nobody.
1: makes no sense to me. No. Oh, Batman's been doing this for what, 20 years, 20.
0: Yeah. Years?
1: He's, he knows of so, Wonder Woman. He's heard of the Legion of Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> yeah, a group of uh, a group of aliens show up on Earth to tear for the entire Earth. Yeah. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman doesn't really want to help out. No. It would have made more sense if they like I don't know, made her turn to stone. <laughs> The yeah. entire time that she was gone, and then something happens, and then yep. she's back, and then Batman v Superman happens, and, and all that other stuff. Like hell, the Kryptonians could have been what woke her up.
2: Mm-hmm. Could have been, but whatever.
0: Regardless, we could do this all day, yeah, we could, do this all night, we could. and we will do this all day and all night because Geek Pants is not going anywhere. Mm-mm. We're only getting bigger. We're getting more subscribers by the weeks and months but we're still getting there man we're gonna it's have it's all because of you guys
1: a thousand subscribers by the time we're 50 at least
0: by the time we're 50 we'll be making money off this dollar dollar bills <laughs> this is what this is what you do right this is what you do make it rain that's, that's what they hearing. call it, right?
1: make it rain
0: so uh well ken i think it's time for you to take us out
1: Take us out. Whoa! I haven't done this. It's been a while while
0: since you've done this. Because normally
1: I do. I gotta get my radio uh, radio voice on here. Yes, I'll
0: give you a minute, and I will look away so that I don't distract you.
1: All right. If you enjoyed this video today, you can catch our podcast, our audio only podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and obviously right here on YouTube, if you want to see our handsome faces, right, Chris, you don't have to look, you can just, yeah, there it is. And if you want to read stuff that we write, hardly ever, except Chris Fettig, he's always writing, check us out, geekpans.com. Go check that out. Go check out that sweet, sexy site.
0: It's been a while since you've done this. You did good.
1: I did pretty good. It's been a while though. You did you, you've had a nice streak. You've had a nice streak.
0: Well, I started to perfect it. So I just started doing it and hammering yeah. it home. And you you didn't you didn't say anything. You just let me do it. So no. I was like, you know what, fine, you, I'll just keep You doing had
1: it. a fantastic streak. And then I came in like Lesnar and I ended it.
0: No, because I let you have it.
1: Oh, Yo, you let me have it. <laughs> I literally
0: said, you can take this one, Kenneth.
1: <laughs> Thanks. As the Undertaker you know was? probably said before. You know what
0: it was? It was, I was Kevin Nash with the WCW title. Right. You were Hollywood Hulk Hogan with the yep. finger poke of doom. I laid finger down for you. Yeah. There you
1: go. And Chris <clears throat> won't be in the next three episodes because he blew his quad. Well, you know, yeah. you gotta do something, right? You gotta do something. Absolutely.
0: All right, guys. Yeah. Pew pew pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Bang <laughs> bang. bang. <laughs> All right, the explosion. That's right. <laughs>